Because women's bodies change over time, it's important to choose the right OBGYN. You want a doctor who really knows you and gives you the care you need as a young woman, an expectant mother, and as you age. That's what you'll find at UF Health Women Specialists North, the latest technology combined with a comforting, personal approach. UF Health Women Specialists North. For an appointment, call 904-383-1000. Blog Talk Radio. I'll be a better man today. I'll be good. Justin Barnes, your host, and welcome to Branching Out in the One Love Nation Radio Network. This is a show where we talk about how to become the best version of yourself and how to live this one life we have to the fullest. We will share tips, techniques, stories to challenge our way of thinking and to help us get to that next level. Today, we have another great show. It is titled Ugly Relationships. All right, I'll get into it and explain that a little bit more. But before I get into it, man, if you haven't heard any of my other shows, Make sure to go to onelovenation.com, go to that media page, find me there, and you'll be able to look to, listen to all of my previous shows. And also find some other talented people as well uh, that talks about a different, all types of ranges of uh, positivity to challenge us and get us all to that next level. But as I was saying, guys, we are discussing ugly relationships today. And stay tuned to the end to get tips on how to take your relationship to the next level. Well, actually, in this episode, we'll be sharing those tips throughout the uh, podcast. So as I like to do, I like to get started with a quote first. And the quote is, a real relationship has fights, trust, faith, tears, pain, arguments, patience, secrets, jealousy, and love, unfortunately. But that's, that's how relationships really are. And the reason I share that because I just wanted to kind of uncover what I think a real relationship has in it, all the ingredients to make a real great relationship. And to go ahead and get into that subject, why? I want to start with this question. Why are some couples happier than others, right? That's a question a lot of people like to ponder on. Why are some couples seem happier than others? What is the secret for a great relationship? With certain couples, it is clear that there is something about the way they interact that makes it obvious that they have a unique 
and genuine connection. Even if you're in a good relationship, you can't help but wonder, what do they know that I don't? If you're single, you might look at these couples and the things that they have going on, the chemistry, and you'll think it's the chemistry or it's destiny. But it turns out that people in great relationships live by a few basic rules that make these – and they make these rules a priority in their day-to-day lives together. Consider these habits, and they can help you create a strong, nurturing relationship. And I'm not just talking about in your personal relationship. I'm also talking about relationships that you have at, in your career you know, with your coworkers, um, also with your family. So to build a strong relationship, these tips are – this. Um, the parts that we're going to cover can relate to all of those things. So there is four of them, and the first one is great relationships are based on realistic expectations. Number two, great relationships take work and thoughtfulness every day. Three, great relationships need communication. I'm going to repeat that one again. Great relationships need communication. Love that one because I think that was the most important one. Number four, great relationships turn negative into positives, and we're going to break down each one of those. And getting into the first one, great relationships are based on realistic expectations. Forget what you've seen in the movies or on television. In other words, real relationships aren't anything like what you see in movies full of nonstop romance, candlelight dinners, and the whirlwind trips to exotic locations. Real relationships take effort, time, and commitment. Great relationships just don't happen because two people love each very much. Great great relationships happen because not only do two people love each other very much, they also value one another and are willing to make an investment of time into the relationship day after day. Couples in a healthy and positive relationship have have fundamental understanding of proper and appropriate expectations for a stable and long-lasting relationship. They understand that not all days will be full of passion and romance. They understand that. And then also they understand that rough spots in a relationship may only be temporary if good communication is present to work through these times. And it took me a while just to realize that, you know, what a the realistic part, because me growing up the only child, you know, I, I wasn't in a family with great relationships. My mom and dad didn't stay together. So who do I have to pull off of to get that type of relationship? Even out of my whole family, it wasn't a great mother-father-home type thing. So what I based my relationships off of was the TV, was the movies. You know, I was, you know, being a guy, I mean, a guy, a lot of guys won't admit that, but I was a romantic. You know, I did dream about romantic uh, relationships and how to build my family, what my wife would be like, what my, my, my child would be like, and those things. And I based that off the movies that I've seen. And it took me a while. I've been, in, I've been married for 11 years. I've been with the love of my life for 13 years total. But being in this relationship then showed me a lot of things, a lot of ups and downs, and it's definitely nothing like in the movies, right? It's that ugly relationship that I don't think a lot of people like to talk about, right? And it's taking one personality and a different personality, you putting those two things together. From her background and my background, and we putting those two things together, and we have to figure out each other. And that has been tough. It's been up and down. But I know when I, when us handling those difficult moments only made us stronger, only made us realize and understand each other more. Right, that's that's the best part of it. Like we we found out not to run away from those moments. Those are growing pains. Right, that made me that made my bond to her even deeper. 
And it's a person, or I was looking at a Will Smith thing last week where it talked about his relationship with his wife. He said, we're not married anymore. We look at ourselves as life partners, right? We look at ourselves, we ain't got past the marriage. Life partner means I'm with her forever. Like, should I do anything for her? We ain't talk about the marriage part. We understand each other. We know the ups and downs. That's my girl. I'm going to ride for her no matter what. And that's kind of what I feel I'm at my point, uh, at this point in my relationship with my wife. I feel like we're not like married. We are life partners now. I'm with her for life. I'll do anything for her, and I feel like vice versa, she'll do the same thing for me. So when you get that point, get to that point, you understand the things that you guys then went through together and what it really takes to build a relationship. And that's going to be the first one. Get a great relationship are based on realistic expectations. You have to have that. Number two, great relationships take work and thoughtfulness every single day. People who are in, in successful relationships work on these partnerships regularly. They don't just set their life on cruise control, expecting things to be great all of the time. Ask yourself, I do today to make my partner's life better. Little bits of effort every day will accumulate over time and make a big difference. And that's just one of the things that I do. They're just personally something that I ask myself. How can I make my uh, spouse life better or my son life better? What can I do personally? Because another thing that I did early on in my relationship, I had these uh, these expectations from her. Like she wasn't doing what I visualized her doing, so I got upset, right? Or she was expecting too much from me, and we didn't really – I didn't communicate it. I guess I wanted her to read my brain or, you know, uh, or do that type of thing, but it, it was it was a, mis- a lot of misunderstandings going on there, right? She wasn't doing what I thought she was doing. She wasn't what I thought she would be because of all the movies and what I thought relationships was. So I had this expectation of, like, well, she ain't doing what I really want her to do, so I'm upset. You know, I'm in my feelings now. So I changed it to what I can do personally. What can I change to make this relationship better? What can I work on, all right? What can I do to make her life better? What are the little things I can do? Because I'm not just talking about verbally communicating. I'm talking about with my body language, you know, seeing things that's going on in the house, knowing that she worked all day or uh, been with the kids all day or whatever it may be. Seeing those little things, realizing that because we're in a relationship and just doing it without expecting nothing in return or thank you for doing that or anything like that. You may get that, but you're not expecting that. You're just doing that because I want to, you know, kind of alleviate some of that work that you do, right, because I care about you. We're in a relationship. We're going to do this thing together. So I, I, I try to do that every day. That's how I approach it. What can I do to make my partner's life better today? What can I do to improve as a husband? What can I do to improve as a father? And I take that personal, right? I take that personal. I take that to heart because I know me seeing relationships in the past, how they went. And the biggest thing, like I said, and we'll get to that, the biggest thing that I've seen that broke them up was the communication part of it. The communication was such on a low level because they were expecting so much from each other, but they wasn't communicating. They 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 somehow thought that one or another, you're supposed to know what I feel, and you're supposed to know what I feel, and we're not feeling that, so we need to go our separate ways. But not understanding that you are not going to get to that level unless you guys communicate with each other. You've got to have that open communication line and be able to communicate each other's feelings, you know, without bashing each other. You know, you're two different people. You're two different human beings from two different backgrounds. You cannot expect the world from each other, especially in the beginning. If you ain't been living and you haven't, you haven't been living with someone your whole life, you have to be able to give that relationship a chance to grow. You have to. 
And that's the best thing about being in a relationship because you grow with someone. You get to learn them, the front, all of it. You get to learn everything about that person. Now, think of small, specific ways to make your relationship better, whether it's picking up your loved one's dry cleaning, telling your partner that you're proud of him or her, or talking over a task he or she really doesn't like to do. And I meant taking over a task he or she really doesn't like to do. You should make an effort every day to deposit at least one act of thoughtfulness into your relationship bank account, right? I'm going to say that again. You should make an effort every day to deposit at least one act of thoughtfulness into your relationship bank account every day. So just like a bank, you know, if you're depositing money in there and just forgetting about it, you're letting it grow, right? You're creating your wealth in the background. It's almost kind of the same thing with the relationship bank account. You're going to do one act of thoughtfulness every day for your partner. With that idea, that thought, I'm going to do something different. And you're going to place that in that bank account and kind of forget about it and just let it grow. And your relationship will grow as well if you do that. Now, your goal, however, should not be to make a huge withdrawal at the end of the week when you deposit this one act of thoughtfulness, meaning that you're expecting something in return from this person. You want to make sure that this builds. Do not take nothing from it once you do deposit it. Your only goal should be to keep giving the things your mate wants, your spouse wants. Either his or her express and unexpressed wants, if there are actions you can take to make your partner stay more convenient and less stressful, then do them. But again, don't do them for what you could gain by providing them. That's the biggest thing. And I mean, me being the only child, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I was I'm, I'm spoiled. <laughs> I'll spoil selfishness. And once again, I wasn't taught how to be in a relationship, how to consider other people's feelings. This is something that I had to learn and grow on. But I wasn't scared because I really wanted to be in a relationship. Because before, the man that was in my life that taught me a lot, I mean, one of the seeds that he planted in my head was that when you have someone, you know, your significant other, you give them everything you got. You don't say that it can't work out. Don't use that can't word. You do your best, and you don't point fingers on saying, that, well, it's their fault that I'm like this. It's their fault for doing this. No, you look at what you can do to change, and that will impact the person that you're in a relationship with. And like I said, that can even be with your spouse, your coworkers, or whatever. I never, I try not to point fingers anymore, no matter who fault it is. I, I just try not to do that. I try to teach my son that, and no matter who fault it is. What can you do to fix that situation? What can you do to what, – what can you learn from whatever you're going through to get yourself better? Because making yourself better will in turn, byproduct, make the other person or whoever you're in contact with better. It just will happen. I have seen it. There's evidence all around. You can research research relationships, and you will see that. It will be a trend, you know, developing yourself, understanding who you truly are. That way you can communicate with another person. That's another big thing in, the, in relationships. I always felt like, or now especially with my growing idea of relationships and understanding of it, is that I really cannot help my spouse if I didn't understand who I am, my likes, my dislikes, you know, truly understand my emotions. Because if I don't understand myself, ain't no way I'm going to be able to understand her and take her emotions into consideration, right? We still going to have the ups and downs. still going to have fallouts. There ain't going to be no perfect relationships. But it will be a, a, a more stable relationship if I understand myself. And I communicate that to her, and then we can communicate with each other, right? And that's the way that it's supposed to be. Number three, great relationships need communication. Just do. Just do. That's the most important thing with all of my research and my, all of my studies 
of relationships and, um, and looking at relationships, the ones that worked and the ones that didn't work, the main factor in that, right, was communication. The lack of or a lot of communication. So if it's a lack of communication, that relationship is, is like not there no more or they are both dreadful in the relationship. If it's a lot of communication, that relationship is going strong, right? They, they're working through it. That's what I have seen from my studies. And that's what I like to give advice if I do give advice because I want to impact people. I don't, I'm not in control of anybody, anybody's life, but I like to say I want to positively impact you. So if it's any type of advice I can give a person, try to look at it from their side. So what I started doing, because it, 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 they have magazines, right, of what men can do to make themselves better for their spouse. So I changed that because it's, it's usually a man writing that. Usually I look at what a woman thinks a man should do to make a relationship better because that's looking at the other person's point of view. And taking it even further, I look at my wife's point of view on what I could do to make this relationship better. So it's just willing to just do things out of your comfort zones, things that you don't know about. We are ignorant to relationships. We, we wasn't born doing it. And some and most of you know most people didn't grow up in that type of environment where you learn how to handle relationships. It's a growing thing, and the biggest thing I know is communication and willingness to be open and grow within yourself and within that relationship. So, great relationships need communication. It may look as people, it may look as if people in great relationships just know what their partners need, right? But the truth is. No one is a mind reader, so don't expect your partner to be able to figure out how you are feeling. That's something that I said earlier, but just want to kind of elaborate on that more. When things aren't perfectly in sync, when they are not perfectly in sync, couples in this kind of relationship know how to communicate. They know that instead of giving their partner a laundry list of what he or she is doing wrong, they can be specific about what it is that they want. They also make an effort to discover what their partner needs are. The way for most people to do this is to talk about it. Ask your partner what things are really important to him or her. Does he want to know you're proud of him? Does she need to be able to express her sadness over a family or work-related situation without hearing how she ought to handle it? Too often, like we get into the habit of coaching Right? Coaching, we, we coaching, but not listening, not active listening anyway. The best way to let your partner know that you're listening is to ask how she or he feels about the situations. Now, once you do that, once this sharing begins, your job is to simply shut up and listen. Shut up. Don't say another word. Look at them. And then while you're doing that, offer acknowledgments and affirmations from time to time to demonstrate you are engaged in what they are saying, only give your opinion or advice if asked. That's active listening. We are so many times when we're in a, uh, in, a, in a conversation, and I see this a lot with people. In a conversation, you hear something, like it's a trigger word. They're going to be talking about something, and you, you have a story or something that you can tell right away. So you want to interject, or you then stop listening because you got this story in your head. You want to tell them, so you ain't even really listening to what that person tells you anymore. You're just ready to tell your side of it. Active listening is cutting all that off. Looking that person in the eyes, really listening to them. What are they saying? What are they trying to communicate to me? And then just offering that because most of the time, advice is not the best thing to give someone that's communicating to you. 
The best thing you can give someone is knowing that you listen to them, active listening and understanding. What I like to do, and I tell my wife about this, I try to do it with my kid, is that I try to affirm what I heard. So if someone says something to me, and especially if it's a long stand, like it's, they, they, just, they just didn't ripped it off in my ear like they going off, right? They give me the whole story and everything. I like to pick out bits and, bits and pieces like a summary, right? Like they teach you in school, English, grammar, whatever. Do a summary of what you just heard, and I just give it back to them. Then I put whatever I needed to say at the end of that. Seems a lot tougher, but I promise you it goes a long way in the part of listening, in the listening department, in relationships. Because you got it can't be a one-way street, man. It can't just be like I'm going to say something to you, then we're going to say something, but you're, you both are not listening to each other. That's why communication is so key. Think about it. If you're in a relationship with anyone, what is one of your biggest pet peeves? It's going to be the lack of of communication, the lack of listening. I don't think she understands me. I don't think he understands me. I don't think she or he is listening to me. That's the biggest thing. I know that's the number one thing I have heard, especially in relationships. I don't think we understand each other. And we're smart human beings. We can figure this out. Some of these people are engineers, and they do the most sophisticated things in the world, but they can't figure out how to be in a relationship and how to make that work. And I think we try to overcomplicate it like it's some secret ingredient to being in a great relationship. And I think that's the Hollywood thing. Like you think it's supposed to be perfect all the time, but it's really, just like the title of my show, it's an ugly relationship. right? It's going to be those ups and downs, those bumps, but that's what it's supposed to be there. That will make you grow when you go through that battle together and you come out on the other end. You're stronger. You understand it now. You understand each other. But if you do want to have that great relationship, right, if you want to build on that, you've got to have great communication. You've got to be able to understand each other and be able to speak each other's language, right, that relationship language between two people. You have to be able to do that. Number four, great relationships turn negatives into positives. You may have heard the expression, when you are given lemon, you make lemonade. I have heard this before. Over time, relationships are handed several lemons. The sources for negative feelings and unbalance are numerous. Some are directly caused between both people because of poor or missing communication, which I got to say it over and over and over again. It's got to be beating your head because you got to understand communication is key. Indirect sources of anxiety in a relationship can be work-related or financially based. It's another big one too. When the interpersonal aspect of the relationship is creating the negativity, consider this simple exercise. First, you and your partner must be open to honest feedback. Don't bash each other. Be, be open to it. There's going to be some criticism in relationships, and I know that's another thing in, in couples. They can't take that constructive criticism or criticism from the other partner because they feel like an attack. Right? you got to be able to take that type of feedback, and the partner that's giving feedback, make sure you're giving constructive Feedback back, man. Don't just be attacking the person, right? Give them good feedback that they can learn off of. Like you, you got to be able to talk to each other in a way that it is working in growth instead of another argument. Partner, this question on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate our relationship? Now, keep in mind the word relationship can be substituted for intimacy, support of one another, etc. Whatever you want to put there, but. Ask that question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate our relationship? Now, 
After that, allow your partner time to reflect and provide an honest reply. If the answer is seven, ask this as a follow-up question. What are three things I can do to get our relationship to a 10? All right. Now, if the answer is a six, you will ask, the, ask for four things, et cetera. Right? You're just filling in the gap, seven, three, six, four. Right? Again, if your partner – again, give your partner time to consider their response. It may be hard to listen to because the answers may sound critical and negative, but really the answers are solutions to turn those negatives into positives. Listen to it and try to take your emotions and feelings out of it and be like, okay, I'm listening to what this person is telling me that I, this is what they feel that we need to do to get our relationship to that next level. So I'm going to take it and I'm going to apply it to myself, and I'm just going to you know, do my best to get it to Because think about it. If you want to be in a lifetime with a person, that's a long time to be with someone. You're saying, I'm a, I'm, I want to be with you forever. You have to understand that that is a lot of stuff that you guys are bringing to the table with each other. You've got to be able to take those negatives that feel like negatives, attacks or whatever it may be, and turn those into positives into learning moments, to growing moments. All right, there are one more critical part of this exercise. If your partner is finished and you have taken in and acknowledged the areas for improvement, ask this question. What are three, or whatever the number needs to be, things you can do to get your relationship to attend? By asking this follow-up question, it is putting the relationship back on an equal footing and back into the spirit of a true partnership, right? Except for certain extremes and unfortunate examples, most relationships are successful or not successful because of the contributions and efforts of both. Got to be an effort from both sides of wanting to make this thing right. Can't just be on one side. Got to be on both sides knowing that, okay, I'm going to take and give, and I'm going to take and give. So you have to be able to do that. Take an honest look at how you are contributing to the any negative circumstances, but also be aware it does, too, to make it work and to create a more positive and healthy relationship. When lemons drop from the trees, but you and your partner were expecting apples, begin to make lemonade by creating an action list of what you both can do to get apples next time. You have to be able to look at and turn those positives into negatives. All right, expecting apples, I got lemons, so I'll go ahead and create lemonade instead of apple juice. But you've got to be able to work together. Be able to laugh at the things that you do wrong. All right? I know that why so serious? You know, that's the Joker um, saying there. But that's that's kind of what it is. Relationships get to the point where you hear you hear a lot. And then if you're at work and friends or whatever, they are in relationships and they share their relationship things. And if you're not able to break up your relationship and have a strong foundation. You can be influenced by any and everything in one. You have to know what your relationship and what that means to you, period. When I talk to relationships, because I know when I was growing up, the, the cool thing, especially when I was at work, the cool thing for guys was to do was bash, bash their wives, right? No matter what I was going through with my wife, I never said anything negative. I always talked about the overall relationship that I had with her. I love her above all, so that's what I'm going to tell you. A lot of people ask, oh, well, you, you know, you got married young. You know, what, what is that like? I love it. Overall, I love it. If they wanted to go into a different conversation, a, a, a deeper conversation about it, I'll provide that feedback as well. Yes, it's up and down. But overall, I love her. 
I love her to death. And that's what I think about. It. I'm not going to go out and bash her because that is creating a narrative in your mind unconsciously. You're unconsciously creating a narrative of whatever you just told someone else about your spouse. You have to create that positive vibe outside the home so it can be a positive vibe inside the home. I don't do that negative talk. I want to change. I look at myself as a different husband. I'm different from any other guy out there. That's just the way that I like to do it. I like to be different. I like to try to see what type of surprise can I do for her today. Can I write a poem? Can I do this? Can I do that? Yes. Or a helpless romantic. You can call it whatever you want. But I love my wife for this person I'm spending the rest of my life with. I don't care what someone else thinks. I don't see you enough, dude. I live with this person. So I need to make sure she's happy. So that's the kind of way I approach it. I'm going to be a different guy. I'm going to love her as much as I can, and I'm going to scream that love to her as much as I can. I'm going to say this thing, and she is going to hate it. She's listening right now. I love her to the moon and back. <laughs> and But it's true. I do anything for her, and that's the way that it's supposed to be. right? You have to understand that in a relationship. Don't do that negative self-talk or negative talk. Outside of relationships, because I told you a lot of guys did that. Or my wife did it, man. Oh, blah, blah, blah. It's a cool guy thing to do, but unconsciously you are building something worse when you go home because that mindset already has been set. And what you think and feel is powerful and it's true and it's real. So if you are already thinking and you feeling and putting that out there, you are unconsciously going to go home with a mindset that's, that's not healthy for the relationship. No matter what you're going to go home and face, you already kind of set that when you was at work. So you got to change that, man. Start saying something positive. Like I said, I ain't never let nobody fool me into talking about my wife in a negative way because I'm in a relationship with her, not you. So those are the four tips, man. We at our first commercial break here. We're going to take our music break, and then we're going to come back to the segment. We're going to talk about those people or talk about a person who have overcome this adversity that we're usually talking about, and we'll get deeper into that. So we'll be back in just one moment.
add to Branch Now. I'm your host, Justin Barnes, the amazing Justin Barnes at that. We got a great topic today talking about ugly relationships and sharing how to take those relationships to the next level. So now we are at that part where we or I share um, an awesome person, celebrity, or just a normal person who will have a faced adversity, overcame adversity to the topic. So today I am giving – or the person, the people that I'm using are all the couples, every couple that's out there that's battling and fighting for each other, that's going through those ups and downs. So I am fighting for those, or I'm actually giving a shout-out to those people who are going through that because it's tough. I know it's tough, and if you're listening right now, understand it will get better, but you have to understand that it's going to be effort from both of you guys. got to be understanding. It has to be a communication type thing that's going between you two guys, but I love to see couples. I love to see couples that have been through that battlefield with each other. I know we can look at each other, and we'll understand what that means. We can have an educational talk about each other without bashing each other, um, each other's spouses. Right? We can talk about the funny things that they have done. We can talk about the irritating things that they have done, but we won't bash each other. Because like I said, they unconsciously create something that you take take on, you take back home with you. And why would you do that, right? Why would you do that? You you don't want to take that home. That person that whoever you communicate with is not in a relationship with you. You ain't going to see them every day. You ain't going to see them for the rest of your life. You definitely don't sleep with them. Hopefully you don't. But you, this person, your spouse, your your significant other… It's a person you see every single day. That should be your best friend, most importantly, right? Should be the person you love above everything. And you should give them your all. So to me, I just thought it was insane, especially hearing some of these narratives, because as a guy, especially, you know, as a woman, I ain't, I ain't seen what they have to go through. You know, women being emotional and, and men, the things that they carry. You know, I take pride in that woman carrying your child and, you know, all these things that they do that's amazing. But as guys, we have this narrative that sometimes you can be too emotional. Ain't no such thing. Emotion is what makes us human. Being emotional is what makes us human. If you can understand all these emotions that you go through, whether you want to cry or you like sad movies or whatever it may be, that don't make you less of a man. It doesn't. It makes you more of a man that you can communicate that with your head held up high, with your chest poked out. And you can sit there with your wife and sit up there and, and watch a, um, a, a a sad movie or whatever it may be. That is what it is, and I, I like to do this because my branching out and with my son and stuff like that, I want to give definitely give a lot of motivation, a lot of pointers to all the, the men that's out there or the boys that's going to become men because I know the biggest narrative that I had growing up is about the macho being tough, you know, not kind of pulling the curtains back and saying what you, who you truly are and being who you truly are, being different. I'm not worried about what someone else thinks or feel about me. My family's happy, and I'm very in tune of, and of, for who I am. I'm still growing. I don't know everything about me. I'm still growing, but I know more than I need to know, right? I, I'm, I'm, I'm growing within myself, and that helps my relationship. That helps me with my wife and with my son and the people that I interact with on a daily basis. Usually when you're bitter, you got something going on that you haven't uncovered yet that you haven't truly addressed. I know that used to be me too. Like I used to um, take stuff out on people because of something I had going on with me. That's usually how we do. That's how we. That's that's how we project. 
Like, I ain't seen bullies do that, you know. I'm not saying bullies are cool, but I have seen usually a bully is getting bullied at home. So they'll come out and take it off on a weaker person, right? And bullies can be in different parents. You know, parents can be bullied because they're bigger than their kids, and they can put their authority out on their kids. You know, that vocal bully, I'll do this to you, do that to you, whatever, that's, that's still bullying. You can be a bully to your spouse. Not physically. You can do physically. We know that. But you can be a bully mentally because you know the things that make right. You know the things that irritate them. You know all that stuff. And we'll do that constantly. And we say we love these people more than anything. So if you really love them, this is the challenge. Now, I gave you the tips earlier. This is a challenge for all those couples out there that's battling. I love you guys, and I want you guys to continue to work through and fight for each other. Understand how important you are to each other. Right? You have to understand that you need that person. Right? That person makes you whole. I know my wife do. I'm not scared to admit that at all whatsoever. I'm not the macho man that I used to portray. That was a stunt. That was a front. I was trying to impress then. I don't have nobody else to impress. If I want to impress someone of me impressing my wife, well, I can ensure I'm not perfect. Definitely not perfect. I'm not a perfect guy at all, but I am doing my best to make myself better every single day. And I say that. That's the advice that I share to other men that I talk to, other guys that I talk to that I love as well because I want to see their relationship go well. I don't want the, the conversation that we have every single time is just how bad their relationship is going. I want to hear about the, the, the progression, the growth that you guys are having because if you definitely got kids that are involved, it's even more important because they're going to watch that. I can, I'm telling you because I was very young and I watched that my parents wasn't, you know, wasn't getting along well. And then when my dad left and my mom was there and all the things that she was doing, I was very, very young. I can recall a lot of stuff, not what they said to me, but what I've seen, right? And that kind of translated to in me. So you have to understand you are in control of those little people, what goes into their brains, what they see, not what you tell them. You can tell them you got to be great to your, your spouse and you got to love them and give them everything you got. You say that. But they see something different in you. What you think going to be stronger? What you just told them or what they see you doing to each other? It's going to be what you they see, right? You tell them don't fight, don't argue with your spouse, but that's what all you guys do. Guess what? They're going to unconsciously start to build within themselves. They're going to be argumentative, right? They're going to be disrespectful. They're going to, you know, they're going to do all these things. So you got to be careful on the things that you do around each other. You got to lead by example for these kids. They're not going to be able to do that on their own. And if you don't want to think about it that deep, that's a lot to think about. Well, just think about it. If I do my part, everything else will take care of itself. If I take care of myself, I take care of me understanding who I am, especially if you're a guy, understanding that my emotions don't make me weak, that makes me a man, that don't attack your character. Because who, who, who's, who's defined your character? Ain't nobody out here perfect. Right? Don't try to uphold an image to an outside world that's not feeding your family. Uphold that image within your home. I'm telling you, everything else by product will just feed off that. If a person don't care for what's going on in your home or say this and that, then you shouldn't be around that person. It's just point blank, period. I don't want to come home every day and get into a bigger, uh, a bitter argument or couldn't stand to be home or wishing that I was someone else or somewhere else. That's horrible. It's a horrible feeling, and I know a lot of couples out there, and it's so sad, and I want to help in that aspect, but 
by personal development, understanding who you are and taking that home so you can be better together. Got to be better together. Got to understand each other and the things that you that's going on in each other's minds. You can't mind read. I was doing that a lot. I'm telling you, when I when I used to expect that my wife was going to do a certain thing and she didn't do it the way that I seen her do it, that made me upset. She didn't know that, but I thought she did. So I go into pop mode, right? And I didn't do nothing but make it worse because this person don't know what I'm thinking. And then when we start having these communications and we start talking about it, I start understanding like she didn't even know what was going on. She didn't know I didn't like that or that was something that made me mad or bitter because I didn't say that. They're not mind readers. You gotta be able to communicate with your spouse. It's extremely important if y'all want to make it together. Don't make the relationship that ugly. When I say ugly relationships, I'm just saying it's just not gonna be that fairy tale relationship, right? You're gonna go through those battles together, which you should love because that's growth. If you're listening to this now, just open your mind and just think about what your relationship has been up to this point. Don't look at uh, what they have done wrong and use that to criticize them. Look at that as growth. Okay, this is what I need. This is what I personally need to do more of to make our relationship better. Because if you don't make that relationship better, then what are you doing? It's the same thing just in life, man. If you're waking up and you're unhappy and you're broken, Life don't supposed to be that way. It don't supposed to feel that way. We have one life, and we are promised to die. That's one thing I know for sure everybody's going to do, and that's my main motivation. That's my main motivation to do what I want to do in my life, and it's also my main motivation to love the people that's in my life, especially my wife and my son, knowing that one day we are going to leave this earth. We don't know when. We don't know where. We don't know how. I like to say that because I like to kind of paint that picture, man. We don't. We don't have – control of our clock. It's just what happened. You have to understand that and take appreciation. Even for the ugly days, I appreciate the, the arguments that I have. I promise you, I wouldn't trade it. You know, it hurts right there and then, but I still wouldn't trade. I don't go straight to like, well, we need to break this thing out. No, we're going to go cool off or talk it out, and we'll get to that next level. But that's relationships, man. You got to got to be able to communicate with each other and be on that growth level and understand the beauty of a relationship, right? Because even flowers and plants go through storms, but they come out on the other end because the sun's going to eventually come up. That's the same thing in a relationship. You're going to have those rainy, stormy days, but don't, don't worry about it. It ain't going to be raining and storming forever. The sun's going to come out, and it's going to be beautiful again. It's going to be sun, it's going to be dark, it's going to be storms, it's going to be tornadoes, it's going to be hurricanes, but it always comes back to a beautiful day. You have to understand and realize that because life goes on. So that shout-out, man, to you guys as my example of people who have overcome adversity for that ugly relationship. It's every couple that's out there that's still battling for each other, that understand that hardship is what's going to create that growth in your relationship, that's going to continue to get to that level where one year turns into two, two years turn into 15, 15 turn into 20. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, and I think what really is going to help us is our not only communication within our relationship, but the communication that we have when we're not around our significant others, our spouses. What are you communicating? Because I'm telling you, you unconsciously set a seed in your head. Ain't no way I can go to work, bash someone for 10 minutes or 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, whatever, come home, and it'd be all great, right? Eventually, you can probably do that for a while, but eventually, unconsciously, there's going to be bits and pieces that you start to show 
back at home. Because there's no way that you can continue to do that. That's just like whatever you put in front of you that you see often is what you're going to start to portray. If you watch nothing but negative news and negative stuff, guess what you're going to start to spew out to the universe, to people that you see? It's going to be negative. It's going to be unconscious. You're going to be bitter, and you ain't going to even understand why you're bitter. You ain't going to even know that you're doing it. You may even think you're doing the right thing. But you don't understand. One thing you are going to understand, like, why is this always happening to me? You know, why am I in this relationship? You know, you're going to have those sad days. And that's another thing I like to point out is no one going to sleep but you at the end of the night. You're the only one that can look in the mirror and try to fix that. Why owe you? You have to fix yourself first. Can nobody do it for you? There's no one going to come to you or save – you know, ain't nobody going to come save you from that. You have to realize and want to get better, and you have to make a conscious effort to do it every single day. So those couples that's out there, if you're listening to this, you owe it to you guys to work it out. You owe it to – if especially if you have kids, you owe it to them to make sure you work it out. But the person that you owe it to most is yourself. You owe it to yourself because you all you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be in a great relationship and enjoy all of the fruits of the labor, right? The things that you're going through together. You need to enjoy it. But don't sit up here and paint a beautiful picture of a relationship and think that's what it's always supposed to be like. No, accept the good with the bad and the overall of the relationship. The overall of the relationship, I love you at the end of the day. Yes, we just – I can have an argument with my wife right now for 15 minutes. I can go around my friends, and I wouldn't say nothing negative about it because overall, I love her, and it's none of your business what we're talking about. That's that's just me. That's just the way I feel because it ain't going to make me feel no better if I spew that. Now, you need to communicate. You need to get it out. You don't need to hold it in. It's horrible, but I'm not finna sit up here and spew out something negative because I know the feedback that I'm going to get is not going to be as positive as I want. Now, if you got a friend that gives great feedback, right, which would be me, I'd be a great friend because I'm not going to tell you, oh, man, she did what? She did what? Oh, man, you should leave that. Shoot, man, I dropped that, man. What? But, see, I'm not that type of friend. I want to, man, look, I, I know what's going on, right? Man, y'all going through tough, man. Don't worry about that. Man, love your wife. You love her at the end of the day. Y'all got great things going. Y'all need to keep going, right? That's the type of feedback you need, but everybody doesn't do that, so you need to be careful on how or who you share this with. And I want to be extensive on this relationship thing because it's – man, it's, it's crucial. It's crucial to people's livelihood. It's crucial. We come out here. We're kids, right? We grow up. We get in a relationship with someone, and we have to learn these people, and we have to be able to say we're going to be with the person for the rest of our lives, but we don't even understand who we are. Getting out of college, right? And there's a lot of things we don't even understand about the world, but we're here to try to understand another person right away. Man, that's tough. That's a that's a tough responsibility to put on anybody. But what I'm trying to break down the walls of is to understand that you, you have to enjoy the whole thing of the relationship that's in this pot, of this gumbo pot, right? There's a lot of stuff in this pot to make it work. Right, but if you continue to add the perfect ingredients, it'll turn out perfect at the end. I promise you, it'll be the perfect gumbo, and you won't have to worry about nothing. It'll be perfect in you guys' eyes, right? And when I say perfect, the perfect includes the ugliness in the relationship, the arguing, um, the miscommunication, the bad days, all those things. It includes all that because in gumbo you got the spiciness, right? You got the cayenne or whatever you put in your gumbo. You know, it's gonna have other stuff that spice up that gumbo. 
Not that it's going to have the good stuff. It's going to have the stuff that spices up too. So you need that in your relationship and just learn just to be different. Whatever you do, like I like to research. I'm a researcher. Like what can I do different this week, next week, next month just to spice this up because it gets boring as well in a relationship if you're doing the same thing, if you're always surrounding each other, right? If you, you need that break to breathe and to just continue to develop yourself, right? You need all these things. All these things are important, but you have to start asking the questions of yourself and what you want out of your relationship and communicate that together. You have to be able to communicate that, right? When you figure that out on your own, if you want to do it on your own, you need to do it eventually together if that's the way that you're going to do it. What do you want out of your relationship? What do you want next year to look like? Five years, ten years down the line. You're doing that in your career? They want you to project. What are your career going to look like in five years, ten years? Where, where are you going to be? Where is your family going to be five, ten years from now? I think about that stuff. If I continue doing the same, let's just say if you was an arguing family and it was just horrible and you don't feel like nothing is happening, think about it. If you continue to go down this path, what's going to happen? Right? That's a simple answer to that. And if you don't want that to happen you say, man, overall, I love this person no matter what, then you will say, I'll do anything for you. We're not in the marriage no more, right? We are life partners. There's no out to this. I told my wife when we had our, you know, when we had Cameron, that our, our marriage was born, that the contract. Anyway, she with me, we stuck forever. <laughs> so that's just the way that I feel. And then it was a joke, but I, I really do feel that way. Like we, we, we're together. We understand each other. And we, we have those ugly moments too. But it's creative, and I grow from it. I go back and I pull from it. I, I like replay it. I go back in my 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 head library. I put that tape in and go to that ugly moment, play it. Like, ooh, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. Ooh, look at her face. You know, I replay the whole thing, and eventually I try to grow from it and say, okay, I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna do better. This is what I can do to do better. This is what I'm gonna do to help her. And we should do the same thing. Learn your relationship, man. You're the only one in it. Y'all are the only one in it. And grow. Men out there, all the men, listen to me, man. Stop being with your friends, talking down about your significant other. Or if you're single or whatever, stop thinking just you have to be macho. Present that. It's nothing wrong with being emotional. I promise you I'm going to break that wall down, all down, because there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Being truly who you are and being different is what makes us unique. Being emotional is what makes us human. Without emotion, you are a robot. So break that down. And women, the beautiful, wonderful women out there, continue to be emotional, continue to be mothers, but let that guy also speak his mind and be who he is truly meant to be. Uplift him. You don't think he like hearing positive things like he's great? He do great. He's a wonderful person. You do a lot for our family. Men needs that type of confidence, that type of feedback as well. They're not supermen, but they only supermen with the superman women that stand right beside them, not behind them, not in front of them, right there beside them. So the supermen out there and the superwomen, y'all continue to have this great super relationship, and I want us to grow and grow and grow and do this together. But that's my show, guys. I hope y'all got a lot of value from it, a lot of tips. And the relationships continue to be beautiful, and y'all loving each other right now. And I hope I just open up you guys' brains to say, okay, yes, he's right. We need to work on it. That's what I want to do, provide that positive impact. So hopefully you get a lot of value and um, 
a lot of great stuff from this, and y'all can go out into the world and use it, right? Because that's going to be the most important thing. No matter how motivated you get, if you don't use it, it ain't going to work. So make sure you go out there and you make the best of your relationship. And we're going to go ahead and end it like we always do. It started off with why not me. I wanted to figure out who I was and what can I do and what are the things that I love in this or what are the things that I want to do to provide a lot of impact to people and who am I? And once I figured that out, I said I want to do it for other people. That's the why not you. Once you guys to figure out who you are and what you mean to this world and what the things that you do great and provide it to the world. And then when you figure that out, we're going to do it together. It's the Why Not Us movement. Thank you guys for listening to my show. Peace. I'll be a better man today. I'll be good. Because women's bodies change over time, it's important to choose the right OBGYN. You want a doctor who really knows you and gives you the care you need as a young woman, an expectant mother, and as you age. That's what you'll find at UF Health Women's Specialists North, the latest technology combined with a comforting, personal approach. UF Health Women's Specialists North. For an appointment, call 904-383-1000. Because women's bodies change over time, it's important to choose the right OBGYN. You want a doctor who really knows you and gives you the care you need as a young woman, an expectant mother, and as you age. That's what you'll find at UF Health Women's Specialists North, the latest technology combined with a comforting, personal approach. UF Health Women's Specialists North. For an appointment, call 904-383-1000.